This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hello, this is Ian Lee. Thank you so much for downloading my podcast, whether it be from the BBC website, the iTunes, or any other place that distributes podcasts. I thank you, and I'm literally saluting you. What you're about to hear is the best bits from this week's show. I present a daily show, Mondays to Fridays, 6 till 9, on BBC Three Counties Radio. Coming up this week, a bit of this... No, I ain't like you, mate. You're a disgrace, you are. Sorry? You're a disgrace. A little bit of this... Congratulations! It's a boy! Anything else? Oh, uh, no. Royal Britannia. And I'm sorry to say, some of this, I would like to say uh, apology to Justin Dealey for anything I may have said about him or his family in the last few days. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Had a baby this week, and that took up most of the show. But mainly because Justin Dealey and I, we disagreed on it slightly. Never work with kids, dogs, or orange arrogant people from Hemel. After months of waiting, about nine months of waiting, the royal baby has arrived. Now, at this stage, of course, the facts are few. Eight pounds six ounces. Mother and son doing well. Dad was at the delivery. We don't know if he went downstairs or not. Our reporter Justin Dealey has been out waving a flag, haven't you, Justin? <laughs> Ian, I'm very excited. What is the problem? You really are excited yes. about this, aren't you? It's fantastic. It's great for the country. But of course, yesterday morning, um, here's just a, a brief recap of views because the news broke at about seven thirty. The royal baby was on its way, and we were out there straight away on the streets of Luton, asking people whether they were excited, and this is what they had to say. Not, not at all. Um, I care more about how I'm going to eat. She knows how she's going to eat. I don't. Not really. You know, what about normal people? Like my daughter's had a baby. There was no big, oh, Jim, Jim's family is having a baby. and You know, but if you're into the royal family and things like that, all well and good, but I'm not. No, I'm not really bothered, mate. No, it doesn't interest me. Because it's just so hyped up. I, she's one person. I know she's a princess and she's had a baby, but I don't care, really. I was scouring the news last night, Justin, and there definitely was no mention of Jim's no. family having a baby. There was no, <laughs> Not even on Channel 5 News. And, and, you know, they can't get the expensive footage, so... No, absolutely. Disappointing. People mentioned it to me yesterday. Jim's baby. We've got to try and track Jim's baby down, haven't we? Yeah. Well, let, let's find, well yeah, for, for good purposes. Let, let's, mm. let's treat Jim's baby as a royal baby. Are people any more excited now? Now that we've seen, seen it on the telly, we've seen the crowd... Sometimes it takes seeing other people... People getting a bit excited for us to get caught up in the emotion. What was yeah. the reaction today? I was exactly like that with the recent Royal Wedding. Beforehand, I couldn't care less. When it actually came, I was very, very excited. The mood has changed slightly. Again, back in Luton this morning, I've been asking people, are those who are not excited about the Royal Baby just grumpy? And here's some more views for you. Trevor, you're over the moon. It's good for the country. I think it's good for Will and Kate. They're normal people. Yeah, and uh, good luck to them. Fantastic news for them. I wouldn't say I was excited. I'm happy for them, you know, as new parents. You know, they've been waiting a long time for it and they've been together a long time. It would have been nice if it was a girl to break the whole king tradition, but as long as the baby's healthy and they're happy, what more could you really want? Sir, you're not bothered in the slightest about the birth of the raw baby. Aren't you just grumpy? No, no, I just don't see what a big hoo-ha over him. It's only another baby coming into the world. Well, I don't understand why people should be excited. But it's our future king. 
How can you not be excited about our future king? Why, t- t- Justin, someone there said it's good for the country. You probably mm. agree because you're, yeah. you're a numpty. <laughs> Tell me why it's good for the country. Well, surely this morning the majority of people, obviously when we go out we're going to pick up negative views as well, but the majority of people, I would have thought, are waking up this morning and they might just have a smile on their but face. But Justin, the you've, not spoken on, to, no, you've not spoken to anybody. You've spoken to one person who's excited about it. What about the money it's going to bring to this country? What money? Do you not think it's going to increase tourism to this country? No, I don't. A raw baby? No, I don't. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm for real. How will it increase tourism when it's, it's, it's already now costing us money? The whole of the world is talking about this country. They're not the talking about getting world. on a flight and coming over the and spending of, money here. The whole of the world are seeing some of the sights of this country. On Surely telly, that, yes. Yes, on telly. Now, if you're watching that abroad, that is putting us again back on the world map, and hopefully that may encourage more people to come to this fantastic country. How will it... Why will people come to... I'm getting angry now, Justin, why? with you. Why would people come to this country because there is another baby in it that they'll never get to see in the flesh? Well, put it this way. Yesterday morning... The people that we spoke to, who were English, who lived in this country, the majority weren't particularly fussed. Now, no. I spoke to an Australian, yep. who was absolutely over the moon. Yep. I spoke to somebody from the Ukraine, who, again, was very, very excited. People from outside the UK are probably more bothered than us. Again, they're watching it right the way across the world. They're getting excited about it. Again, they're seeing some of our, our great sights in this country. Why would that not promote this country? That sort of publicity for this country is worth billions of pounds. Do you really want more Australians in this country? Uh, well, if they're going to start coming to this country and saying great things and spreading the word and spending money in this they country... They won't spend any money. The they'll, be, they'll all be sleeping on their mate's floor. <laughs> Justin, Have a few cans of Fosters. Justin, you've, you've got me angry this morning. It's very rarely you do that, but I'm furious with you. OK. Matt's in Luton. Matt, are you, like me, a bit bored of this already? No, I ain't like you, mate. You're a disgrace, you are. Sorry? You're a disgrace. Why is that, sir? You should be proud. Proud of? Just think. Who was his mother? Who was Willem's mother? Lady Diana had done more Prin- for this Princess country. Princess Diana, yes. Yes, done more for this country than anybody else. What, ever? I th- yes. What What did she do for this country? Look, look at look at the, the money she brought into the country. Yeah. How and, much? And why, why, why be grumpy about it? Why, why are you grumpy? Wait till Jonathan comes on and see what he says. Well, Jonathan's off this week. Oh, well, I, I be bet- next week, and thank God he'll say something nice about it. Well, I don't know. But I don't you, know. When your child was born, I yep. bet you were over the moon, weren't you? I was over the moon, my wife was over the moon, and my family were over the moon, yes. So you can't help this because it's, it's a part of our heritage no, as well? No, the reason I'm not over the moon about the royal family is because... I don't know them. I don't know anything about them. Of course you do. I don't. You know everything about them. I don't know them. I've not met them. Well, yeah, but you're always slagging them. I'm not always slagging them. I, yes, I like. No, Matt, you're wrong. You're very, very wrong. No, I, I'm not wrong. No, mate. you are wrong, sir. I quite like the royal family. I just. Well, ca- you don't sound it. I just cannot get excited about their baby. Why not? Because it means nothing to me. I'd get excited about you, baby, if I met you and I knew you and I've had seen you on TV. I'd say, oh, that's great news he's had. Another child. That's great news. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's 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 a good point. Well, what it's are you a doing? Shame, really. That we we should be celebrating things like this. What are you doing, it's... Matt, to celebrate the baby? Uh well, I'll I'll raise a pint to the baby this afternoon. Yeah, good lad. Get stuck in there. Get. Yeah. Let's all get drunk. 
Yeah, why not? Why not? There we go. That's how we're going to celebrate the baby. We're going to get drunk. Dennis is in Dunstable. Dennis? Good morning. Good yes. morning, Dennis. Are you like me? Are you think, yes, it's nice they've had a baby, but let's all move on now, please. Put it this way. I woke up nice and happy this morning, and as soon as I heard you ranting on, I went back to my normal grumpy self. Oh, then I've then I've done something. I've achieved something. Yes, you have. You've made me miserable. Well, that's that's good news. It isn't. W- what? It should be a happy day. Look, it's a new child in the world. All right. Maybe you don't like royalty and all the rest of it, but be happy for the child, be happy for the mother, and stop being so damn grumpy. Well, no, hang on a second, listen. I, I am happy for the child, I'm happy for the mother, but yes. there were probably hundreds, if not thousands, of babies born yes. in the yes. world yesterday. Yes. Why should we be celebrating this one? It's just another rich boy. Yes, perhaps it is, but then it's like a lot of things. Different people are interested in different things. There was a chap complaining about it ruining his programme. Well, watching golf and football and tennis is ruining my programmes. You know, we have different things. We play, we Mark enjoy. says on Facebook, I was happy until I just discovered that Jeremy Kyle has been cancelled for a special programme. That is an infringement on Mark's right to watch Jeremy Kyle, isn't it? Yes, we well, can watch him any other time. You know, it's what? just one of those Justin things. Dealey is convinced, wrongly, I hasten to add... Well, you see, that... this morning, all this news you've gone on, but twice they've, they've said that there was been... Uh, Lightning strikes in the Midlands. Nobody's, nobody's done anything about that. That's exciting. Sorry? Being struck by lightning. What on earth are you talking about now, Dennis? I'm just saying you, you, different people have got different ideas about what they're getting excited about. I've got no idea why you're talking about thunderbolts and lightning. Justin Dealey seems to think it will bring more tourism to this, co- uh, this country. How on earth? Already they were talking youngsters last night. I think that come from America especially to see the baby. Who's coming from America to see the young to... lady on last night, she said she'd come on holiday from America, especially to see the baby. But she won't see the baby. No, she won't, but she's seen the excitement that's going on. But there is... The, the excitement is false. It's falsely yeah. generated. <laughs> well, perhaps it is. But what, 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 what else would you like to see that makes people excited? Do you know what? The Independent, uh, not my favourite newspaper, but today it's the only one where the full front page isn't about the royal baby. It's about the slightly more interesting story of Cameron retreats in war on internet porn. Yes, I know, but that's different people with different ideas. You know, we're all different. From the the front page of the mail. The oh, thing. boy, he's a grandpa. Daily Express, it's a boy. The Sun, the Sun. Daily Telegraph, it's a boy. The Guardian, a birth, a boy, a prince, a king. The Times, welcome to the world. Oh, for goodness sakes. What happened when your children were born? Did you spread it, was it not around a, the family? It was not on the front... I, I spread it around the family, not that's around right, millions yeah. and millions of strangers. Well, that's right. I, sp- I suppose if you spoke to a lot of people, they'd been happy for you as well. I mean, I, I've got four great-grandsons, and I, I was thrilled every time they... But that's because they're your, your flesh and blood. Yes, I know, and I spread it around to various people. To, that, that I was happy. I was happy. Well, oh, come on, come on. Start laughing, for God's sake. Goodbye, Dennis. Goodbye. You heard there, Matt in Luton and Dennis in Dunstable, all having a moan at me. That's what I'm here for, it's not. One person that did cheer me up, though, was Irene in Luton. She was full of life, so much so it spilled out of her mouth onto the radio. Irene's in Luton. Good morning, Irene. Good morning. Good morning. Are you celebrating the... Oh, yes, I am. I am standing in the gap for Lady Diana. Sorry? I'm standing in the gap for Lady Diana. What does, what does that mean? Sorry? What, what does that mean? You're standing in the gap for Lady Diana? Yeah, as a grandmother. What, you're in the shop? 
No. The, I'll be going around town in my British flag, me and a few girls, oh. and we're celebrating the birth of the grandson. Why? Because I love Lady Diana. One, she's born the same month as me. What? Now her grandson is born the same month as me. So, you know, I'm going out to celebrate, and me and a few girls going downtown, Luton Town. Yeah. Center, and we're celebrating the birth and making sure everybody in Luton know that she has a boy. I think everybody in Luton probably does know that she's had a boy. Oh, well, you know, some people don't listen to the radio and some people are ignorant to get about the fact. But you know what? I'm going to make sure I shout it. Go on, shout it nice and loud now. Congratulations! It's a boy! Anything else? Oh, uh, No. Royal Britannia. Anything else you want to shout? Yeah, God bless him and keep him. And the royal family, and I want to be godmother. How likely do you think that is, Irene? <laughs> can, I, can, I put, can I put something to you? And I'm putting this to you from a place of love and respect, OK? Yes. You are absolutely nuts. I know, I know. I am nuts about Lady Diana. I'm nuts about the grandchild. I'm nuts. I'm nuts. Thanks very much for calling, Irene. Thank you. Bye. You can hear more from Irene later on in this podcast. Despite how much Irene brightened my morning, it didn't change how much Justin has annoyed me. It's really got my nerves this week. Are you a grumpy so-and-so if you're not excited about the royal baby? Earlier on, uh, Justin Dealey spouted a load of old nonsense claptrap when we had a bit of a Barney. I'm hoping he's calmed down and will show me a bit of respect this morning. Justin. Lisa, let me just say this to you right now, OK? You're a great broadcaster, probably the best I've worked with. But this morning, what planet are you living on? You are seriously winding me up. You've come in today. We're talking here about the birth of our future king, and you're moaning, you're being negative. I am that close, and you're pushing me this morning. I am that close to asking for a transfer to our drive time programme with Roberto. You wouldn't get that there, I can assure you. You finished almost handing in your notice? Almost. Be- because, listen, you all morning, you said, oh, oh, don't worry, Lisa, I'll find I'll find some people that are bang up for this, baby. They will be bang up for it. They'll be mad for oh, I you've Who's ha- that an impression of? It's an impression of you, you oh, cockney right, okay. barra boy. You've yeah. hardly Muppet. found anybody. I'll give you one. Um, who's this silly sausage on Facebook? Oh, Joyce Stewart. Joyce Stewart. Oh, Joyce. So her views don't count now. Her what, v- your audience? Uh, silly Joyce, sausage. Joy's view does not count because it's nonsense, but I'll read it out. Well, well, I should have known Ian Lee would put a dampener on the royal birth. <laughs> Sometimes you make me sick, you ignorant person. <laughs> you know what she's I so only right? hope your children grow up to be proud of you. They'll be prouder of me than they are of you, Joy, because I can use punctuation. I know when to put full stops oh, and commas into a sentence. Dearie, dearie. Joy, you're absolutely spot on. You said to me earlier, go and find people who are positive about this. Now, genuine responses coming in here. I've been asking people this morning, are they excited about the birth of our future king? And this is what people had to say. I'm very excited about the birth of the royal baby, but they need to leave the couple alone now. Madam, how excited are you about the birth of our future king? Well, it's nice. It's nice for them. It's nice for the country, really. Sir, we now know about the birth of the royal baby. You must be an excitable man. You must be jumping for joy today. You must be joking. You're just joking. I'm not. I'm being serious. The money we pay out on them. Let me put this question to you, then. OK, if you're not excited, and a number of people will be excited today, are you just grumpy? No, I just don't 
bothering not royalty. Um, it's just another baby. It's very nice and very pleased that it's, it's arrived safely, but I'm sure if you went around every other maternity hospital in the country, you'd find parents and grandparents just as thrilled. You would do, but then again, you wouldn't find the future king of this country in that maternity unit, would you? No, but then it's just a, another baby. For a very well-edited piece, Justin. Great, great work there for picking and choosing who you put in. It was still 50% who weren't excited by it. Well, do you know what? Yesterday morning, a lot of people that I spoke to, the majority were very, very negative. Yeah. Today, now, we know about the birth. We know it's a, a safe birth as well. Most people are being positive. To be fair, Ian, and to be absolutely fair, I have got a lot more views of people saying that they think it we is going to be fantastic. But I didn't use those. <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass you, OK? <laughs> Oh, so you've got all the—you've recorded all these clips on your tape recorder yeah. of people saying, "Oh, yeah, really up for the baby, Justin." Great one. Mm. And you decided not to use it. Well, if you look in our manual, it says uh, two minutes max, yep. so I couldn't fit any more in. Yeah, that's right. And I Justin. thought it'd be vastly unfair to, me, to edit those to my benefit. Get off your high horse mm. and tell me why this baby is great for this country. Because this morning, a number of people are waking up and they are smiling. Why is it okay. good for the country? Why is it good for the country? Because it's going to bring billions upon billions of pounds. And to this country. You've got those figures from... OK, you tell me. If I went to ABC News in America, if I yeah. worked for the tourism board and I said, right, what I want to do, I want to put a 10-minute or maybe a 30-minute advert, and the coverage has been quite extensive, yeah. on your news channel yeah. showing you some of the sights of London, yeah. that would cost thousands upon thousands of pounds. This is free earth, publicity for this country. People, people, looking on about? people looking at where, that will want to come where here. Have Why you got, can't you see that? Where have you got the figure? And I'm, I am genuinely getting annoyed, right? Where have you got the figure that this will earn us billions and billions of pounds? From out of your backside, Dealey, that's where yeah. you've got that figure. How can you sit there this morning and say that when the whole world is talking about this country and some of the great things that happen in this country, why are you saying that is not good news? People will see that and they will want to come here. Justin Dealey, thanks very much. Thanks. Really get on my nerves today, properly. <laughs> it's OK, we're friends again now. It says on this bit of paper. I think I might replace him with Akbar. You don't remember Akbar? Well, let me remind you with Akbar. Akbar, have you been swept up by the Olympic legacy? Not at all, Ian. Oh, good morning. Good morning uh, to you, Akbar. Uh, I would like to be sort of cheerful um, um, uh, and start my day in a yes. cheerful mood, but unfortunately, uh, when, it, when it comes to discussing the Olympics, it didn't leave me with any, any feel at all, uh, either. Uh, it, it was a pure a uh, waste of money and a London event, uh, which in a in a way in a big way, passed by by me, by my family, and by 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 my community. Oh, so you weren't you weren't swept up by the Olympic excitement? Did you watch any of the Olympics, Akbar? Uh, I think I did, but uh, but it didn't it didn't catch me and didn't uh, hold me long enough. Mm. Uh, 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 yes, uh, yeah, but at the same time. We spent about twelve billion pounds uh, uh, on this event, Ian, and it might have done something for profile of uh, Lord Cobb, uh, uh, but uh, it didn't. I, in my view, it didn't do much for the for the community at at large, and that money could have been spent uh, in much more, uh, much more uh, better ways. So you, you've not gone out kayaking? No, no, no. Snowboarding? Yeah. Um, no. Orienteering. No. 
Not at all. Not, Kickboxing. Not, not, not uh, uh, Rollerball. I, I will be going on my sort of everyday walks uh, oh. in in the, in the park. Oh. You know? Hmm. And and that, that that should keep me in good shape uh, for uh, times to come. Okay, Here, Akbar, here's something that will bring a smile to your face. Uh, the Duchess of Cambridge is she's gone into labour. There's a royal baby on its way. Good news, but uh, oh. um, it, it shouldn't be taking up uh, BBC's time, and oh. for that matter. Uh, Shouldn't be sort of plastered all over the pages. Uh, it's, 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 it's a new arrival in the royal family. Um, uh, nation says um, uh, sends them best wishes to them, but at the same time, it's uh, she is a human being like any other, and I think uh, um, uh, we shouldn't waste too much time on 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 that as well. I like you, Akbar. You're as grumpy as me. Okay, listen. Uh, <laughs> the program controller of BBC Three Counties has got the sack, okay, that they don't know this yet, but they have, okay. We need someone to replace them. Akbar, you are now in charge of BBC Three Counties Radio. What should we be talking about? Set the agenda, sir. Uh, for, the, for today or for tomorrow? For, for, the, for today. Let's carry on. He's good. He's good. He's for, thinking ahead. For today. What else should we be talking about today? for today? Well, Ian, we should be talking about the state of politics in this country, which is yep. uh, which is not great at the at the, at the minute. The parties, the the government is in bad state in the sense that uh, two parties are trying to run a government, and two parties uh, cannot run an efficient government. Uh, uh, Ian. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the state, so the state, I, of, the I, state I, of politics will we'll, we'll do that. We'll get a local MP on and, and someone else. Uh, I need an, I need a second story from you, Akbar. The second story, probably, um, I would I would uh, uh, bring up in my discussion with the, with the people in three counties uh, uh, is is the state of uh, hospitals uh, yep. um, in 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 Luton and in uh, in Milton Keynes and yep. in Bedford. Yep. Good one. These these are three two three very important uh, um, areas which affect our lives, and we should be associating lots of time. And to these stories again. And final one, Akbar. We always like to do something a little bit light-hearted. What should we send Justin out to for a few laughs? Send him. Send him. Send him out to find uh, find from people that uh, how how they are feeling today and uh, what their thoughts are about the uh, new arrival uh, at the at the palace. Fantastic, Akbar. Listen, we may speak to you later, and we may give you a job. Is that all right? Uh, I will be uh, uh, pleased to. Uh, Accept that offer. Okay. Well, uh, well uh, back away. Hang on. It's not a formal offer. No. I'm just, I will talk to. Uh, let me consider it, and yes. we'll speak to you soon. Okay. I'm Thank the... you, Akbar. There you go. You see, I put fair play. I put him on the spot. He came up with some cracking stuff. She then won the long jump, but revealed afterwards that the Achilles problem, which had sidelined her, is still painful. Having not completed a heptathlon since the Olympics, Ennis Hill is adamant she won't go to next month's World Championships in Moscow if she doesn't believe she can win gold. And that's your latest news and sports. I'll be back with more at 7 o'clock. Her Achilles heel is her Achilles heel. A tendon, actually, but nice try. So... We've caref- thank you very much. We've carefully avoided a lot of the front pages this morning, and we've not mentioned yet the baby, the royal baby. 
Is there a baby? There's a, there's a baby, and oh. we've seen pictures of it, and it looks like a baby! It really does. It hasn't got a lizard's tail or a tongue, unlike that lad that was in the paper well, yesterday. Well, it was wrapped up. I don't think that's fair to... I think we can assume it hasn't. We can assume it hasn't. Uh, but the thing that's getting me is uh, there was a story in the paper that Lego have made a Lego royal baby, and there's all this ridiculous royal baby memorabilia and, and toys and things... I'm really trying to scratch my head and wonder what kind of pathetic, <laughs> soulless, easily led, dumb idiot would buy that kind of stuff. Me. You. Yeah. What have you bought, you muppet? Well, it's not muppetry. I think it's nice, you know, and especially you can use it as a learning experience what have if you, you have under five-year-olds, as I do. What have you bought? I've bought the Royal Baby set from the Early Learning Centre. Oh. Others are av- they're not available anywhere else. Oh, Catherine, what? No, 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 we've got the royal wedding set, you know, we've got to show what happens when you get married. (laughs) (laughs) I did expect more from you, though. You've been sucked in. All this stuff yesterday. Oh, I'm not interested in this baby. Oh, no, no. No, no, I never said I wasn't interested. I said it was nice, but I don't know. I wasn't moved to, like, put the bunting out or anything. But yet you've gone and spent money on it. Well, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Earlier this week, I asked, do you have to speak English to live in this country? This got Justin's rather big ears flapping. He took this one under his chin and went out on the street with a grin. Uh? He tried to find as many people as he could who couldn't speak English. Well, in 30 minutes, he found quite a few. My name, Maria. Do you speak good English? No, I speak Spanish. How long have you lived in the UK for? Oh, I don't know English, not speaking English, no. You're not even trying to, to, to learn English at all? Oh, no, no. No comprendo, no English. No English, no, sorry. So, do you speak English? Why? How long have you lived here for? To live. I don't know. How long have you lived here in Lucent ah, for? here is one year, two months. Since you've been here, have you, have you made a, a conscious effort to, to try and learn our language? Our language. Have you tried to learn English? English. Uh, are you taking lessons on how to learn English? Uh, English here, let's speak English. I mean, with the greatest amount of respect, your English is not very good. Are you are you trying to learn our language? Uh, are you taking lessons on how to learn English? I don't, no, 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 understand, no understand, no understand. Can you speak English? Not speak English. Polish speak. Can I ask you what your name is, madam? No, 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 no. No, no. Is it because you don't speak English? Speak English, no. Madam, what's your name? Monica. And how long have you lived in Lucent for? Uh, no, understand. How long has your friend lived in Lucent for? Jak długo mieszkasz tutaj? Three years. Three years, okay. Madam, can I ask you a quick question about Lucent? Sorry. <laughs> You don't speak English? Yes, I don't speak English. Sorry. Do you know who Una Stubbs is? Is she a baroness? <laughs> no! Does Una someone? Who's the, the baroness Una? Una King. Oh, Una is not the same person. No, 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 not in the slightest. Oh. This is. Can someone. Right, 08459. You're not going until we get a phone call. She oh, sounds wait. northern. Una Stubbs. Is she, is she from Last of Summer Wine? She probably is in it now, actually. 08459 455 555. Can someone phone up and tell Tim who Una Stubbs is? Please, please. I'm working with uneducated children here. This is the BBC. You should... Look, forget people coming to learn English. You, people who work here should have to do a course on British culture. And question 3A should be, name two television programmes that Una Stubbs has been in. 
um, keep me up appearances. Oh! The, the phones are ringing. Get the phones. Put someone through on the phones. Get someone Paul, phoning to have Paul's a go Paul's in Morning, Paul. Morning, Ian. Can you believe the idiots, and I don't <laughs> use that term lightly, the idiots I have to work with here at Three Counties Radio? Um, yes, I can, unfortunately. Oh, you've oh. been listening for a while, That's have you? Nice yeah, Thanks, Paul. Paul, would you like to educate uh, a member of, of uh, the team here, please? Morning, Paul. Yeah. Good, good morning, Tim. Um, Una Stubbs was, uh, is an actress... Yeah, and Baroness. she played um, the daughter-in-law to Alf Garnet uh, in Till Death Us Do Part. I can't think off the top of my head what else she's been in. All right, well, Paul, listen, stay there. Yeah. Listen, uh, Graham's in. Uh, Graham. Good morning. Graham, you've got you can educate um, Paul and Tim. Right, Eunice Stubbs. Um, apart from being the great granddaughter of Ebenezer Howard, she currently huh? plays Mrs Hudson in Sherlock, and she was in films and. As a dancer and singer in the 60s. Right, hang on a second. What? Why is nobody saying the three, the, the two really, really obvious things? She's a baroness. But she's not a baroness, <laughs> Tim. What, what was she in? Ja- right, OK. Oh, right, but Paul and Graham. Yes. She was in three really big, th- big things, hey, OK? Wurzel Yes, there Wurzel we go. Wurzel Gummidge, that's oh, not that's big. Right, yes. She was Aunt Sally in Wurzel Gummidge. Wurzel Gummidge, that's, and she, that's a movie about, like, a, a scarecrow that sleepwalks or something like that. <laughs> She's also... Is Wurzel Gummidge different from Greengrass, from Heartbeat? She's also... Not much. She's also in a Cliff Richard film. Summer Holiday. Thank you very much. OK, and let me give you um, another clue. Let me give you a clue. Uh, (laughs) I'm giving you a clue. Three words. It's a television show. The third word is clue. Oh, give us a clue. It's four, oh, words. four words. Give us a clue. Give yeah. us a clue. Words or garbage, summer holiday, and the stuff that these... Well, no, it's, it's useful that you've got these correspondents quickly on the line with all their in-depth knowledge of uh, Paul Ms. and Graham, Ms. Stubbs. Thank you so much for... You're, you're both my official Unistubs correspondents. Who do you think you are tonight with uh, talking all about... Oh, she's on telly tonight! How thank topical. you! There we go, thank you. When I say official, there's no money in it. Now... Right, she, she's so on she, she and she doesn't know who she is. Is that a why? Why doesn't she, she know who who she is? For goodness sakes, you, I know you're going to be talking about speaking English in a bit. You you really do need to learn it a little bit. Yeah, re- interested in your discussion this you're morning. You're as bad obviously. as Justin Dealey. Uh, no, I I think I've probably made more efforts to learn foreign languages than Justin Dealey. Is Justin there? Justin, you two quite finished yet? Why? Knocking me again. Will you I, carry on? I, no, you carry on, go no, on. His fader's off. Fine. You do your thing and then we'll yes. speak to Justin. He's really um, getting on my nerves at the moment. Loving your discussion this morning. Um, £133,000 on translation services spent uh, in between April and December at Luton Borough Council. Now, I worked this out uh, with some basic maths of £16,000 a month. Which does sound like quite a lot of money. I know the thing about Tim Wheeler is, he's a nice lad, but he didn't half go on a bit. When JVS comes in, he knows the deal. We have a little bit of banter, he sells the show, he goes. Tim just wouldn't take the hint. the country. They make those decisions, not Luton Borough Council or any of our local councils. Once people are here, we have to deal with the situation. We have to deal with the problem that they either speak good English or have access to the best jobs. You'll be able to get ahead. This is seven minutes later, for goodness sakes. Seven minutes of my show when I could be doing all kinds of things like... I don't know, having a row with a councillor or something. Tim, get on with uh, it. And their first language isn't English. They speak a little bit of English, not very much at all. Uh, and they, their boss, let's say they want to be a taxi driver, the boss of their firm speaks the same language. He's got a Spanish wife. He moved over there. He uh, runs restaurants. He's been running restaurants successfully. He employs some kind of a, a hands-on job. Mm. 
15 minutes later and Tim Wheeler still hasn't got the hint. Try and get people learning English. But I wonder, you know, last night on that programme, immigrant families living with native families and doing like an immersion technique of learning English. After 25 minutes, Tim finally started to wind down. As he took in a sharp intake of breath, I used that as my cue to jump in and reclaim my show. You might think this is crazy. Why don't we all offer to volunteer half an hour a week to someone else to help them learn English? Is that a crazy idea? Volunteer half an hour of your time to help someone else I'm learn there. English? I'm up for that, definitely. Do Justin, you actually... would, you, would you do that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. What is wrong with you? This Tim's doing it... We'll do it in a second, Tim. He's going please. on a bit, though, isn't he? <laughs> Do you remember Irene from earlier? If you don't, you're an idiot. Well, our reporter, Justin Dealey, went out with her and her sisters to celebrate the birth of the royal baby. Notice how she gets the words to all of the songs wrong. So, Irene, the time's, what, 12.35? We're outside the town hall here in Luton. Tell us what you're wearing, first of all. I'm wearing the Union Jack. Well, with things underneath, but the Union Jack. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see you've got here as well with you today. Yeah, I've got my sisters with me. We are family. Yes, we're making the effort because you know what? They said Luton is dull. Luton is not dull because I live here and we are happy people. If you're here, Luton's certainly not dull. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stand back and let you guys sing in a second. Right, good luck. Yes, okay. Goodness me, when I joined the BBC, this wasn't in the brochure. But let's keep on walking through the town centre. They are telling people it's a boy. Sir, can I just get your reaction? We've got a number of ladies walking through Luton Town Centre here, dressed up in uh, Union Jack outfits. They're telling people it's a boy. Did you know it was a boy? Yep, knew it was a boy, yeah. Hello, it's a boy and we have no money. Yeah, we're Well, this is awkward. Hello. You know she had a boy, innit? Madam, these ladies are spreading love in Luton. Are they doing it for you? Absolutely, yes. I'll, have, I'll take as much love as you've got. <laughs> Just to confirm again, you did know it was a boy. Absolutely, £8.6. Irene, what's next on the playlist? Oh, Royal Britannia. Right, I'm going to stand back. Rule, 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 rule Britannia. R-U-L-E, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, I'll read... I'll take this seriously. Right, I'm going to stand back. Take it away. Rule Britannia, Britannia rules the way. England never, never, never shall be changed. Rule Britannia, Britannia rules the way. England never, never, never shall be slain. Round of applause for yourself. Come on. Fantastic. I'm just going to ask this man here. Sir, sorry to interrupt your ice cream. What flavour is that, by the way? I'm not sure. Caramel. What did you make of that performance there? Oh, very good, very yeah. good. Very unexpected. Is it making you feel proud to be British? Uh, 50-50, actually. <laughs> and what about yourself? What's your name, madam? Uh, Yvonne. Does that make you feel proud to be British? Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. And probably. these outfits, uh, do you fancy buying one yourself? No. <laughs> 
Well, great work, Justin. Thanks, Doesn't Ian. Doesn't require a response. Irene's in Luton. <laughs> she joins us now. Good morning, Irene. Good morning. Irene, do you know the words to any songs? <laughs> <laughs> it's Rule Britannia. Britannia rules the waves. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. I didn't know the words. Do you feel you fulfilled your mission to spread the news of a baby boy to Luton? Oh, yes. What kind of reaction were you getting, Irene? Tell you, there were people who heard me on the radio that came down wow. and said to me that I made their day for them and they come down to, to see what we look like and everything like that. People were hailing us up. You know, there were some people... Hailing you up? Why are you dressed like that? And I'm yeah. thinking, oh, don't you know my godson was born yesterday? What? And, you know, things like that. Did anybody think, um, like Justin did privately in the office, although he won't say it publicly, that you were being a bit weird, a bit over the top, a bit well, mental, a bit bonkers? The find that I saw downtown, they said I'm a nutter anyway. Yep. They always call me that anyway. Yep. Yep. I'm a nutter. Just like the presenter called me a nutter, but there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did you have fun, Irene? That's the main thing. Oh, um, I'm telling you, I've never had so much fun with my clothes. I mean, really good yesterday. You are. Really good. Hey, listen, uh, you know on a Friday morning we do a live bit, bit of music and we get people in and singing and stuff? Yes. Do you and your girls fancy coming in one Friday? Of course. Yeah, we get these coming in. My sisters, Grace, Hildia, Corinne. Are, are they your literal sisters? Yeah, all of them, my sister. Then let's, let's, we'll tell you what, stay on the line. Kelly Betts will have a word with you and we'll sort you out coming in uh, one Friday morning. OK. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be fine. Irene, we need more people like you. Thank you very much, my Thank dear. You. Ta-ta. Thank you. There Bye. we go. Well, that's, uh... That's that sorted, and she'll be coming in on a Friday. Now, coming to the end. Uh, just, you can go now. Coming. What? <laughs> well, what about the email? I, I don't want you reading it. I don't want you reading Adam the Adam Weatherall, dear sir slash madam, I felt compelled to write to you regarding the Ian Lee show this morning. 23rd of July, and how Mr Lee behaved during his show, really namely throwing his this? toys out of the pram do with an unprovoked tantrum directed towards his roving reporter colleague at the end of the programme. He doesn't even know your name. He goes on. Yeah. He goes on and on. And by the way, I wasn't going to mention this, but um, oh, I might take your agent up on that offer. Um, your oh, agent phoned me yesterday after the show and said, Justin. you know what, Ian's rant this morning, how about a bouquet of flowers, a plus one at the Ivy? I said, no. No, yesterday. Yeah, okay. He told me if you don't Dealing. complain, you can have the meal. I might just accept it now you, after your behaviour this morning. Are you the one that started this Facebook campaign to get me the sack? No, that's not me. That's just uh, one of our no, listeners. It's, not me. it's just one of our listeners. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, it is. Hmm. Hmm. Who talks like that? Who talks like that? Who talks like that? Bizarre. Incredible. Get back here. Uh, this is. What's your problem now? Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. I'm really sorry. Three Counties Radio. Two days in a row, virtually a sackable offence. I'm sorry you had to hear that, dear listener. Right. (laughs) Kelly Betts sometimes presents BBC Introducing. She also does stuff on my show I don't know what yet. This week she came up with some nonsense about umbrellas and how there's no manly umbrellas around. Listen to me, put her in her place. Sorry, I'm trying to host the show whilst having an argument with my production team. Kelly Betts said there are no blokey umbrellas. The only umbrella I had in my car, by coincidence, um, was a Charlie and Lola transparent one, which I must not forget to take home or I'll be in very, very serious trouble. Well, Kelly Betts, Kelly Betts, come, come on the microphone, because she's, she's just typed something up on the screen that we used to communicate with each other, which I strongly, strongly disagree with. Kelly Betts, what is it you, you, you've claimed? There needs to be a manbrella. You think there's no such thing as a, ma- a, a manly umbrella, no, a manbrella? even if it's all black, it's still a bit... Th- have you seen Justin Dealey's umbrella this morning? No, what's he got? 
Well, he will say it's a man, man's umbrella, but it looks a bit. Do you want feminine. just? I, I don't really want to. Um, let's not talk about Justin. But I, all you need is a short little uh, little uh, black umbrella that you press a button. Yeah, but then the handle has the little flick. Of course, the handle has to have a flick. Um, otherwise, it's not just, a handle. It just looks feminine. There are no really like whoa, umbrellas. A hook for a handle. That's what you want. A strong, a strong hook for a handle, so you can hang it on the back of chairs. When you see an umbrella, yes. Do you think, oh, that's a nice lady, a nice umbrella? What? You don't think, oh, that's a butch umbrella. That's going to oh, protect me from the rain. Oh. Thanks, Kelly Beck. So, uh, we'll, we'll throw it out there. Apropos of absolutely very little, manly umbrellas, it's a black umbrella, either the big ones or the ones that with the... Well, you press the button and it kind of scoots up. There are manly umbrellas, aren't there? <laughs> In the uh, Daily Mail, page 13, yobs who spit in the street will be hit with an £80 fine. Spitting in the street will be made an offence punishable with an £80 fine. Community Secretary Eric Pickles has backed a council that wants to pass this. He says spitting is deeply unpleasant, adding spitting on Britain streets is not socially acceptable. Well, I'm not sure I agree. Chris in Luton, is there yeah. anything that... Hello. Is there anything that bad about spitting in the streets? Well, that's uh, not worth £80, is it? Sorry? It used to be an offence to drop bloody litter in the street. I think it may still be an offence. Well, yeah, but you see, in Luton, they had uh, things to put your chewing gum on. That's gone. Have you ever got chewing gum stuck on your shoe? I, I have. It's literally yeah. the worst thing that could ever happen to no, anybody. But you know what you do? You put your clothes in the freezer. Sorry? Do you know that? If you get chewing gum stuck on your shoe, you put your clothes in the in the yeah, freezer? Yeah, on your jacket, you put it in the freezer what? and it just peels off. How does that get it off your shoe? Well, yeah, you could put a shoe in the freezer. It's not going to destroy, is it? The worst thing in the world. What do you? Uh, let's. Be, we have young ears listening, Chris. So let's tread carefully. Yeah, go on in. What do you use to scrape dog muck off your shoe? Um. Well, if, if it's that bad, I throw it away and come back later. You, what? You just take the shoe off and toss it yeah, away? Yeah, I don't want to smell that, do I? How do you walk home? Well, I know I just avoid it if I can. I use a kitchen knife. Oh yeah, yeah. And then just wash it. Yeah, but I don't carry one of them, it's an offence. I don't know, it? it is an offence now. So when was the last time you spat in the street, Chris? Um, yesterday, yep. round the square here, outside... Round the square here? Outside the bookies, they spit on the floor. Yeah. Because... You're... A, well, according to the Daily Mail, Chris, you're a yob. I've, I've always have been. Oh. Oh. But I think, I think, these chip wrappers round here, I pay counts, must cost a fortune to clear the rubbish. Yep, yep. So surely... That's, that's, what was the fine for drop £10, was it? I don't know. But I haven't seen anybody enforce that law. Right, so, so right, Chris, imagine you, you're outside the bookies, you've yeah. just, you've just, um, you're celebrating, you've won uh, £12.50 on a horse. Go on then, yeah. So to celebrate, you've done a big spit in the street. Yeah. Copper comes up to you, excuse me, Chris, he knows your name, you've got previous. Excuse me, Chris, I'm going to have to give yeah. you an £80 fine for that. What would you say? Well, the committee police know me. I'm a nothing guitar-playing cowboy with five grandchildren. You're a, you're a what, cowboy? Guitar player. Uh, right. So, yeah. that's <laughs> interesting. In- I'm still being... We're still role-playing here. That's very interesting, Chris, yeah. but I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to pay me £80 for that spit. Well, 
No, I'll tell you what, I've, I've asked Keith to play for charity. I've got to write to the address and get the logo to do for charity because some people steal, you see. I've literally got no idea what we're talking about. And if this is your way of distracting the copper, it's a good plan, oh, yeah, Chris. Yeah. It's working. I'm, I'm on my way now. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, oh. lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. That's Chris in Luton, who I think was saying that sometimes you got to spit. Dave's in Luton. Dave, is there anything wrong with spitting, really? Uh, well, it's dirty in a sense. You've got to put it that way. In who a wants, sense. Uh, well, well, it is. You want to see a, a person spitting along the road, regardless of what they're bringing out of their mouth. But why isn't people carrying handkerchiefs? Why isn't people carrying tissues? I carry... No. Ha- I've got a handkerchief in my pocket right now. I'm not going to spit in it, Dave, and then put it in my pocket. That's even worse. Well, no, it's not. If you spit in it, you open it out, spit in it, and then you uh, cover it over, oh, don't you? Then that... put it back in you. Well, hang on. I hope you're enjoying what your breakfast, that... kids. Well, hang on. All right, if you've got a spit and you haven't got those handkerchiefs, etc. Yes. Spit on the road by the curb. So it runs down into the guttering. I'll give you that. I will give you that. It, it saves all the people, then it's got to walk in it or walk round it. And I'll tell you what, some of this spit that you look down on the path... Yeah. Believe me, those people want to rush straight all up right, that all right, hospital. All right, let's, 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 let's calm down. My, my producer is actually turning a, a visible shade of green. Who's that? Kelly? No, oh, has Kelly been going around saying she's my producer? No, no she's no. not. It's producer, no, no. producer Tara. No, because I said about the rain this morning, Yes. and I said, oh, it's what? beautiful. She said, I'm nuts. So I said, you're so rude, like Ian said she called you. You know what I mean? She called me nuts. <laughs> Excuse me, hello? Hello, is that planet Earth? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> a lovely day out here today, yeah. Hmm. Rain. Yeah, just talking to myself. Is Dennis around from Dunstable? I could have a talk with him. This show is normally full of joy, light and happiness, but throughout this week there was a rather sombre tone as Justin Dealey and myself fell out. He was rude about me on air, and I responded in a rather unprofessional way. What should have been an off-air discussion spilled over onto my show. I was forced by management to perform an on-air apology. It's a humiliating and humbling experience for any presenter. To make it worse, the BBC have insisted I keep this apology in this podcast. Thank you for that, Justin. I need you to stay on the line for a second, if that's OK. OK. Uh, got something that I, um, I'd like to read out. <clears throat> Um, uh, uh, Over the last few days, I've been brought to my attention, I've made several comments that have been derogatory and offensive about certain members of our team and their family. Some of these comments were made on air, some were contained in several uh, emails that were considered private but were sent from a BBC email address. I'd like to make it known now that I intended no offence to any presenters or members of their family, and if I've said anything on air that has caused offence, then I am deeply uh, apologetic for that. So I would like to say uh, apology to Justin Dealey for anything I may have said about him or his family in the last few days. And, of course, apologies to any listeners who may have been offended by some of my more flippant comments. They were all done in a joking manner, but I can now see that some of these were not quite as humorous as I thought. Wow, I'll take it back. You've stuck to you. On FM, AM, online and digital radio. This is Ian Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio. Luckily, my agent is quite a high flyer. She kicked up a stink 
and got this apology from Justin for me the following day. Do I have to do this? Well, you don't have to, but bearing in mind, I've seen the email sent from the boss um, suggesting that perhaps you should do before this goes any further. Okay. well, I want to put steak on the table, so I'm going to read this. Um, I'm sorry for my attitude and certain comments I made this week on the Ian Lee show. Uh, This was not meant to be offensive, but I am sorry if I caused offence to any members of the team, including Ian. After being made to listen to the programme again, it has been agreed this will never happen again. All right. Is that that it? That's it. Yep, you're okay. Yep. Thank you very much uh, indeed for that. Justin Daly. Thanks. And now I think we can leave that to rest. You've been listening to the Ian Lee Prodcard from BBC Three Counties Radio. Don't forget, every Friday a new one pops out. They're only online for 30 days, so grab them while they're hot and fresh before they go stale and old. If you want to get in touch, you can email me ian.lee, I-A-I-N.L-E at bbc.co.uk. You can listen to the full shows on BBC Listen Again, iPlayer, whatever they call it these days, or you can listen live Mondays to Fridays, 6 till 9. Until next time, ta-ta. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.